With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, live and direct from the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California. 75 and sunny. You don't even need to ask. Lonzo Ball just got done working out for the Laker Blue and Gold. Get you an update from my sources. No, Laker Blue and Gold. It's Laker Blue and Gold. And stop. It's Laker Blue and Gold. Well, I, we can discuss this if you'd like. At some other point in time, please don't disrupt the flow right now, Ryan Music, in my ear. It's Laker Blue and Gold. It's Laker Blue and Gold. It's Laker Blue and Gold. Jack Ken Cook said it was Laker Blue and Gold. All right. Anyway, uh, here we are on the precipice. Oh, oh, what a great word, right? Precipice is a great word. On the precipice of Game 3 of the NBA Finals. And LeBron James is in denial over the level of fatigue that he's shown in the first two games as he was asked about whether or not he's tired from chasing down Kevin Durant. Are we tired? No. That's the question I've been answering. Nah, I feel radio great. Shows. I'm averaging a triple-double in the finals. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty good, I, I would think. 
This is a it's not me, it's them sort of comment from LeBron James. And though he's getting a pass from most of us nationally because he's still awesome and he is averaging a triple-double, let's be honest, how you lose is almost as important as if you win or lose. Isn't it? I mean, am I the only one? And that doesn't mean that LeBron James has rolled over. It doesn't mean that he has rolled over. But the I'm the greatest player, I'm the king, or at least the discussion about him being in the Jordan discussion, Jordan would call out his teammates privately. Jordan punched a couple of teammates. Jordan would motivate his teammates in different ways. But I don't remember Jordan ever saying, hey, I'm averaging what I'm averaging, which means they need to step up their game. We're allowing him excuses, which are really explanations. You don't like somebody, it becomes an excuse. Like, why have you only scored four points in the two fourth quarters? Well, I'm really tired because I'm chasing around the best scorer in the league. And I got to score 30 a game myself, even to make us competitive. Like, these are, those are reasonable answers to why he struggled in the fourth quarter. So, do I think the Cavs can win tonight? Yes. Do I think they will win tonight? I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I mean, look, hockey felt like it was over after the first two games in Pittsburgh. It looked like a completely different series in Nashville. We've seen that in the NBA before. But if we use last year as our guide, it wasn't until Draymond got suspended and Andrew Bogut got hurt and Kyrie Irving and Kevin uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron James went bonkers that this suddenly became a series. But tonight we will know. If the Warriors get up three games to none, this thing is cooked. It's over. It doesn't mean they'll win four. You know, that doesn't mean that they'll sweep. But I, I can't see the Warriors with more talent than last year being motivated by what happened last year, getting two additional chances to put the team away. Like if it went seven from three zero, okay, now I'd have questions. But three zero is three zero, and nobody's come back from that in NBA history. So I, I kind of, part of the, the athlete in me understands LeBron James. I can be tired, but I won't, one, say I'm tired or play tired. That's fine. Right, that's what coaches tell you in sports. You can be tired, you just can't play tired. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hurt this time of year. You can be tired, you just can't play tired. That sounds great. It's a great mentality to have. On the other hand, like, Look, you're chasing around Kevin Durant, who has ridiculous range. They play at much higher possession, higher number of possession games than you're used to. And we allow you to, uh, you, you just, you're a little winded here? You're a little tired here? Nope, I'm averaging a triple-double. When you throw out, I'm averaging a triple-double, you're telling everybody, hey, we've lost two games and I've played great. Everybody else has sucked. Are you not? I will listen again to LeBron James when asked if he's tired from chasing around Kevin Durant. Are we tired? No. That's the question I've been answering. Nah, I feel radio great. Shows. I'm averaging a triple-double in the finals. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty good, I, I would think. I would, I would think I'm pretty good. Right? 
LeBron James is the master of the passive-aggressive attack. And, dude, that was passive-aggressive. Kyrie's getting lit up. Tristan Thompson and Peter drop. We thought about benching J.R. Smith. We're getting nothing out of our old dudes off the bench. Darren Williams had the donut last game. Am I tired? I'm averaging a triple-double. In other words, I'm playing great. The rest of those guys, they stink. We need better dudes. Which isn't completely inaccurate, but it's not something we've ever heard from a superstar player in this in this setting ever before, have we? And and so while while I I fully understand our desire to put him in this um this Jor- this discussion, the Jordan discussion. Uh I am uh, also well aware that Jordan never laid down and would never go down without a fight. All right, we're going to change gears for one second because we have huge breaking news in college football. Let's go. Breaking news let's, from Fox Sports. Let's go to Dan Byer. Dan, what do you got? Doug, yes. Breaking news from the world of college football in Oklahoma. The Oklahoman is reporting that Bob Stoops is retiring after 18 seasons as the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners football program. Offensive coordinator Lincoln Riley will reportedly take over as the head coach. Again, the Oklahoman reporting that Bob Stoops retiring as Oklahoma's head football coach. Wow. 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 Um, that's a stunner to me. Look, uh, just so you know, the worst thing to ever happen to Oklahoma State football was Bob Stoops taking the OU job. I was at Oklahoma State as a student when he first took over. And they were as poorly coached by the previous regime as as any team i they Oklahoma State in 98 beat them for the first time at home in 26 years and when it happened uh, i watched Oklahoma run three different offensive styles within the same game they ran spread they ran option they ran power i they had no they had no scheme at all and from the moment he took over and really um and really what what happened the the issue that uh, the the one thing Bob Stoops brought to college major college football that I don't know if he'll get credit for is the advent of the spread offense at a school that could win a national championship I've been told there's a heart issue and this is a health issue that's why Bob Stoops is retiring But if, if when we look back on the Bob Stoops era, in which they only won one national title that was in his second year, played for multiple national titles, dominated the Big 12, um, he ultimately, and his, his, uh, his ability to have consistent success was one of the re- reasons for Mac Brown's ouster, right? And look, they had, two years ago, they had a, they had a really tough season, and they turned it around. And they are a favorite to win the national title this coming year. Lincoln Riley getting the job is interesting, right? Because Mike Stoops is on the staff. That's his brother. But the offense, uh, keeping the offense intact is incredibly important. 
But when people look back on Bob Stoops, they're going to talk about the defense because the defense did, in fact, win them the national title. But what made them what what made Oklahoma different was Mike Leach was his offensive coordinator, and though they didn't think that his offense, which he only coached there for one year, could win them a national title, they were the first of the big boys to go to the spread. When they came in, the the spread was. It was still around. Mike Leach came over from Kentucky, and Kentucky had had a couple of good years in the SEC. Leach comes in, runs the spread, hyples the quarterback, and with a guy who could barely throw the ball more than 20 yards, they won a national championship. Dink and dunk. They made running backs into wide receivers. They tried to put as much speed outside the numbers as possible. And they took took a terribly coach. John, John Blake was a terrible football coach. Very good recruiter. Obviously went to Nebraska and North Carolina. Got North Carolina in trouble because of his ties with an agent. But Blake could get some dudes. In two years, turn around, won a national championship, and did it with Stoops' defense, great special teams, the ability to pull off trick plays, but also like what will not be mentioned by people who don't who don't know enough about it is he brought or his staff brought the spread offense to the highest level of college football, and it has forever changed the football landscape. Bob Stoops, a traditional defensive guy playing at Iowa, uh, working under Bill Snyder, working um, at Florida, winning a national championship as a defensive coordinator under the head ball coach. Bob Stoops, as a defensive guy bringing in the spread, and Mike Leach changed that league, and that league changed college football. So Bob Stoops retires, citing what I'm told are health issues. Uh, we'll get more on that. I'm sure we'll work on getting clat. I got some friends, obviously, in uh, in Oklahoma. That is massive breaking news for the upcoming college football season. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Kenyon Martin joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Kenyon, does it does it matter to you? Like, let's say LeBron uh, and the Cavs lose this series. Let's say they lose four games to none. Does it matter to you how they lose? Um, thanks for having me on first and foremost. Um if they lose, uh, nah, um, it matters how they lose. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, like LeBron, like LeBron only had four, has only four points in the fourth quarters combined. And granted, they've both been blowouts, but it feels like he's run out of gas from trying to carry the team in the first half, both the past two games. I mean, I, I kind of like, I hate to be this guy, but like, I don't know how many great players would go down without firing every bullet in their gun. Yeah, I have a solution. They. KD is um Kevin Durant is averaging thirty five, and LeBron James has been primarily guarding him. So and so therefore he's gassed in the fourth quarter. In the second half he's been gassed. So take LeBron off of him because he's not slowing him down. Right. Well, listen, <laughs> li- listen, listen. I want you to listen. This is what Kevin Durant said. Was that this today? Was it earlier today? Earlier today, Kevin Durant said this when a reporter asked him. Excuse me. This is what. Sorry, LeBron James said when a. Reporter asked him if he was tired from guarding Kevin Durant. Take a listen. Are we tired? No. That's the question I've been answering. No, nah, I feel radio great. Shows. I'm averaging a triple double in the finals. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty good. I, I would think. 
Um, hey, um, the other night, uh, his first half shots was 3.3 feet from the basket, and the second half it was 16 feet. So, hey, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Um, but maybe he doesn't feel tired, but chasing Kevin Durant around definitely is having some kind of effect on him. Okay, so is he saying, like, there's, there's, there's two possibilities here. Okay, one is he's saying, like, look, I'm just mentally not going to allow myself to say that I'm tired. That, that's a possibility. The other part is the, and you know, K-Mark, this is kind of what he does, right? He does this passive-aggressive thing. I'm averaging a triple-double. I'm fine. It ain't me. It's the rest of these dudes you need to ask yeah. about. Yeah, which which one? He's doing the that, second, isn't he? That's what it kind of sounded like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, sound like, hey, I'm fine. Hey, um, I can go more. Uh, but is everybody else around? I hope, I hope that's not what he's saying, but that's kind of what it sounded like uh, if you just listen to the clip. But, hey, um, it's a tall task, man. Whatever they're trying to ask of him, he, he has to do a lot. Um, I just I don't think 18 shots is enough. Um, for him in order for them to win. Um, so he has to be more aggressive. All right, if you were uh, Kenyon Martin joining us, former number one overall pick, a, a consummate all-star, um, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, if you were to devise a game plan, if you had to put your arm around Ty Lue and go like, all right, look, uh, KD's a, a problem, right? And you guys don't really have a great matchup because the only other guy in your roster that really matched up would be Richard Jefferson, and he's got a little bit over the hill it's not a great matchup. All right, so knowing what you know about the NBA, knowing what you know about their personnel, if you were to devise the best possible game plan to for the Cavs to win tonight, what would it be? It got to be more physical for yep. one. Um, layup after layup. Um, I was watching game two with Thompson when we were in Oakland, um, and I was just like, yo, Steph Curry and KD, I'm saying they ain't hit the ground enough for me. He's like, they ain't hit the ground at all. You know, so... <laughs> Um, just one of those things. Uh, for one, I have to be more physical. Uh, um, I'm not trying to hurt anyone, but just be more physical all around. Um, make those guys work for each and every possession. Um, I'm switching the lineup up. Um, Tristan Thompson is he's averaging 4.4 rebounds in this series so far. Um, he's, um, he's limited offensively. I, I, I would definitely shake the lineup up in that way um, of getting him out of the lineup and and then so I would play Kevin Love and LeBron James together at the four and the five, and then I would just go small. I would muck the game up. I would make it tough as possible. Um, I would make it ugly. Um, I think that's what they have to do in order to, um, to have a chance in this series. But he- here's the inherent problem with that: they don't really have any guys. Like they don't like Delhi could naturally make it ugly, right? He was just because he's a step slow. He just be be super physical. They don't really have. I mean, Dante Jones is the one guy that could. Foul somebody that makes people want to fight him. Like that's not really who LeBron is. Yeah, right? not at all. So, so therefore, you insert. I'm saying uh, Dante Jones or a uh, James Jones. Or but like those guys can't Derek play. Wood. The problem is they can't play. Like of the guys of the guys that can still play, none of them are tough guys. And so and they're they not to be tough. It ain't about being tough. It's about guys who um, they're expendable. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, saying they, I'm saying the foul. They got six fouls to give. Yep. You got James Jones over there. He has six fouls that he can make open shots, so you got to guard him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have to guard him on that end because he can make an open shot. I'm saying that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? So you have to switch the lineup up. You got to be um, creative in that approach. But throwing Dante Jones out there at that position, I'm saying, because you're not getting anything out of the two guard spot anyway. Right. 
I'm saying Shumpert's playing decent. JR's not giving you anything. Darren Williams hasn't really played well. So you have to try something at this point. Kenyon Martin joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, where are you on this new discussion that, hey, maybe maybe we missed it. Maybe Kevin Durant is actually the best player in the league. Is is it that they're, they're just the talent is too much for Golden State, or is he actually currently, not not throughout his career, but at least cur- the current state of LeBron versus KD, is KD actually better? KD's on a better team than he's been on the past. Um, he's surrounded himself with better talent. He's surrounded himself with good players, but he's showing everybody why he's great. Um, I, I don't think the talent gap has been that wide over the years between himself and LeBron James. Um, Kevin Durant has been a hell of a player since he came into this league. Um, even with the move, I'm just starting to say out with the move going to Oklahoma City, he hasn't had a downfall. Um, so I don't think the talent gap has been different. LeBron James has been on better teams. Um, he has three championships. Um, but other than that, I don't I don't see the, the, the talent gap had been that wide. I think LeBron James has been fortunate. He put himself in the same similar situation like Kevin Durant did with better talent. And so now they're winning. And they have a chance to, to um, do something special this year, which win the championship, which he, he put himself around those players to do. Let's say, let's say the Warriors uh, either sweep or 4-1 or something to which they continue this level of dominance over the Cavaliers, the two best teams in the NBA. You know many of these guys in the NBA. What do you think it does to the Chris Pauls, to the Gordon Haywards, to the Paul Georges? Do you think it makes them want to maybe take a little less money and join other super teams and compete? Or do you think it makes them go like, it doesn't really matter, we're not beating the Warriors right now anyway. I'm going to stay here and make the most money. What, what do you think it does to the mentality of other superstars who can make those moves in upcoming off-seasons? I don't know. Um, I hope it, the, 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 the competitor in me I'm saying wants me to for, for them to take less and I'm saying join up in order to compete. I'm saying that's a competitor in me. But me knowing reality and knowing the way the player's mindset is, I'm saying a lot of guys are gonna stay put. Um in order to get I'm saying they're gonna try to squeeze that and I'm saying they're gonna try to squeeze water from that rock. I'm saying they're gonna try to get it all. I'm saying so I'm saying the competitor in me would love to see a more even slate of teams, I'm saying that can compete especially in the playoffs. Um, but we will, I'm saying we shall see. But I just think if those guys are true, true competitors, I'm saying they're seeing what the Golden State Warriors have done. And in the past, the Miami Heats and the Boston Celtics. And, and then realizing that's the route that you have to go in order to be successful, you know, um, in order to win the championship, which those guys all say they want to do. I'm saying they want to be champions. So we'll see. Uh, Kenyon, uh, you're doing this two-man weave on uh, TuneIn with Michael Rapport. Of course, TuneIn is an official audio partner of the NBA, 5 to 7 Eastern time uh, on the NBA on TuneIn 24-7. Did you, did you ever get into, hey, I I said that and I didn't want to say that, right? Or I told a story and I didn't I didn't want to tell that story because Rapport will do that, right? You get to talking with him and you're just telling stories and BS and, and then all of a sudden like, oh, wait, 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 I shouldn't have said that. Has that ever happened to you yet? Nah, nah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty lucid, man. I'm pretty, um, I know what I'm saying pretty much all the time. Um, I take a second to think about it before I say it. Um, but no, yeah, I haven't let one slip yet. I'm pretty sure I will the longer I'm on air and something like that. I'm pretty sure that'll happen. Um, I'm saying Mike can get me to talk about some things. I'm probably not all that comfortable with doing, but so we'll see. All right, man. Well, listen, look forward to hearing that. And in the meantime, we appreciate your analysis on tonight's NBA Finals Game 3. Thanks so much for being our guest. 
All right, thanks for having me on. That's Kenyon Martin, former Cincinnati Bearcat. What a stud. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Now they are 14-0 in the playoffs. Granted, 67 wins in the regular season. So people are using the 16-0 in the playoffs and the 73 wins and the championship. And if they go 16-0, there'll be another championship, two championships in three years, and this against the Cavs at full strength. It would still be incredible. They're a very, very good team to call them the best team of potentially of all time. Here's Draymond Green. No, we made that mistake of circling 73 and worrying about the wrong thing before. It don't matter. You know, it's like I said, it'd be great. It'll be a great story if we were able to do that. I don't think when I talk about championship, I say we only team win 16 and no. I think I say we won championship. Yep. True. They don't care. Nobody cares. And But I also think that Draymond admitting they shouldn't have gone for 73 when I was granted not on this radio uh, radio network. I was on another radio network, which we lovingly uh, call the Witness Protection Program. But I was telling people, like, it's a mistake to go for 73. You need to be fresh. You need to be rested. I'm going to tell you from now until the cows come home. As long as I am broadcasting national sports radio, it's a mistake to go for 16-0 and in the regular season. It's a mistake to go for 73 wins. The most important thing is being fresh and rested and potentially injury-free. And the less, least, uh, the fewer times you're out there, the less worn down you'll be. So does anybody care? I think people will care. I think people will make the case 16-0, finish off the, the Cavs. That's the best postseason team ever. I think the smarter way of putting it would be this will be the most dominant postseason run. Because teams aren't as deep now as they used to be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. What Saban has done at Alabama is made us kind of, in some ways, diminish what Stoops has done in Oklahoma. And not in some ways, in all ways. His record is 190 and 48. 99 in bowl games, that'd be fair, right? He won 10. Big 12 titles in 18 years. Now, look, there are two programs that when he got there, there were three programs that were above all the rest in terms of resources and history. And when he got to the Big 12, Nebraska was still in the Big 12. Texas was, had just hired Mac Brown. They had just got it rolling. So for, for half of, I don't know, a third of those seasons... He was one of three premier programs in their league, and they won the league championship over half the time. Complete and thorough domination of my alma mater. And I mean, like, look, they've had three down years. In 18 years, to have three years, it's really four if you consider the first year. He came in, they won the Independence Bowl, whatever, you know, so 14 out of the 18 years, they won at least 10 games. And the truth is that um, 12 out of the 18 years, they won at least 11 games. Now, some of that is skewed by the fact that you play more games now than they used to, right? Like, so, so winning 10 games in college football is like winning, I don't even think it's like winning 20 games in college basketball. It's better than that. Like, the, 20 games in college basketball used to be the demarcation of a great season. But over 100 teams win 20 games now. Like, it's just because you play so many more games. So I would say 
winning 10 games now is like winning maybe eight or eight a couple years ago. Winning, But winning 11, that's a big-time season. Seven and five, first year taking over. 13 0 national championship. 11 and 2, 12 and 2, 12 and 2, 12 and 1, 8 and 4, 11 and 3, 11 and 3, 12 and 2, 8 and 5, 12 and 2, 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 11 and 2, 8 and 5, 10, 11 and 2, 11 and 2. They won the Big 12 the last two years. They won, They just won the Sugar Bowl. They got their quarterback back, who's been a Heisman Trophy finalist two years in a row. So this is a, but more than anything, Bob Stoops was hired in his 30s. He retires in his 50s. And I've been told it's because of health issues. And now you have Lincoln Riley, Stoops defense, Lincoln Riley offense. And they've become more of an offensive-minded team program over the last 10 years or so. Stoops retires at the age of 56. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now they are 14-0 in the playoffs. Granted, 67 wins in the regular season. So people are using the 16-0 in the playoffs and the 73 wins and the championship. And if they go 16-0, there'll be another championship, two championships in three years, and this against the Cavs at full strength. It would still be incredible. They're a very, very good team to call them the best team of potentially of all time. Here's Draymond Green. No, we made that mistake of circling 73 and worrying about the wrong thing before. It don't matter. You know, it's, like I said, it'd be great. It'll be a great story. If we were able to do that, I don't think when I talk about championship, I say, we only team win 16 and 0. I think I say, we won a championship. Yep. True. They don't care. Nobody cares. And But I also think that Draymond admitting they shouldn't have gone for 73 when I was granted not on this radio uh, radio network. I was on another radio network, which we lovingly uh, call the Witness Protection Program. But I was telling people, like, it's a mistake to go for 73. You need to be fresh. You need to be rested. I'm going to tell you from now until the cows come home, as long as I am broadcasting national sports radio, it's a mistake to go for 16-0 and in the regular season. It's a mistake to go for 73 wins. The most important thing is being fresh and rested and potentially injury-free. And the less, least, uh, the fewer times you're out there, the less worn down you'll be. So does anybody care? I think people will care. I think people will make the case 16-0, finish off the, the Cavs. That's the best postseason team ever. I think the smarter way of putting it would be, this will be the most dominant postseason run. Because teams aren't as deep now as they used to be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Let's play What to the Fox And say. now. <laughs> What's up, the Fox say? Even though this show may be going down a rabbit hole, it can get out of all the rest of the shows are awesome on this network. Dan Patrick's show uh, in the morning nationally, broadcast on Fox Sports Radio. Dan was part of an interesting conversation to which apparently he was told this about LeBron's request before LeBron left Miami and rejoined the Cavs. LeBron did not want to play for Dan Gilbert the second time around. Like, he wanted to go back to Cleveland. He didn't want to play for Dan Gilbert. That's a tough mix. That's a, yes. You can't have yeah, both. Yeah, you can't have Well, he tried. He Gilbert. tried to do something. So what I was told last night is LeBron was willing to go back to Cleveland, but he wanted ownership, the Cavaliers' ownership, to buy the Pistons. And the Pistons' ownership 
would take over the Cavaliers. So basically they, <laughs> they would trade owners? Yes. Do you believe this story? Yes. I, I mean, I look, I believe that LeBron James is every bit the pain in the ass that uh, Phil Jackson said that Pat Riley said he was. You understand? Like, do you remember earlier this year when Phil Jackson got eviscerated by everybody because he's like, you know, LeBron and his posse, right? You remember that? But that was relaying a story that he had heard about Pat from Pat Riley about how how much of a pain it was to have LeBron because normally you're like, all right, we ain't spending the night. And LeBron's like, we're going to spend the night. What are you going to do? If you're a young coach, you can't call your general manager, your president, and make a decision. You got to make these decisions. That was... And what 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 Pat Riley has told people and what we know of LeBron, anybody who knows people in the league, like, look, he's super talented. And his guy he has risen his guys to incredible jobs, and many of them are good at the jobs they do. But like, let's be honest, like, he's paying the ass. Right? He's a supermodel. He's he's like he's the he's the band that's like, I want all my M and M's separated, I only want green M and M's. Right? I only want freshly squoze juice delivered to me by, by somebody who has dwarfism in my green room. And everybody is only allowed to wear black and no one's allowed to make eye contact. Like, that's the kind of things that ha- when you're a superstar, like, you're like, yeah, I want everything. And then at some point, like, hey, we can't do that. And that's what happened with Cleveland. But LeBron James has said before he wants to own an NBA team. I will bet that in his mind, the best way to eventually get back at Dan Gilbert, after making Dan Gilbert pay all these luxury taxes for players that LeBron James hand-selected, LeBron James owns the part of the agency, and his best friend is the agent, Rich Paul. LeBron will want to somehow force, his, force Dan Gilbert to sell him the team when he's done. That's my guess. That, that's, got, that's his ultimate plan for ultimate revenge. Humiliation galore. Of course, Dan Gilbert's like, sure, you know, you want to buy for $2 billion? Knock yourself out, dude. But it's not worth a, uh, It's not worth $2 billion. It's worth what someone's willing to pay. Eh? 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 Woo! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Let's get Joel Clad in here. He's college, uh, the lead college football analyst for Fox Sports, which, of course, has the rights to the Big 12 and also the Big 10. There's part of that discussion. He joins us now on Fox Sports Radio. Joel, um, your immediate reaction when you heard that Stoops was retiring? So I, I wasn't shocked that this is happening. I'm shocked that it's happening right now. I, I hope that makes sense. I've known now for a little bit, and those of us really, you know, cl- close to the industry and, and close to Oklahoma and the Big 12 know that that Oklahoma has been branding and uh, not just branding, but grooming Lincoln Riley for this position. And, you know, Bob has been pretty candid about the fact he didn't want to be one of these guys that just coaches forever, um, you know, like a Bill Snyder or, or even a Nick Saban who's been coaching now forever and is, is well up there in age. And, and he was going to leave sometime before that happened. I didn't realize it was going to be this quickly, but this has been in the works for a, a while. And one thing I would also note is that a few years ago, do you remember when he overhauled his staff 
Doug, yep. and, and made a bunch of staff changes. He did that because he felt like that was going to be in the best interest of the program long term. And not just for him, but for his successor. And what he wanted to do was have a successor from within. What he never wanted is that he never wanted it to get contentious with his president or AD or the same guys that brought him over from Florida. He never wanted you know all, his entire staff to have to leave and an entirely new staff come in. And when he saw that happen at Texas, he started planning in his mind, I'm going to make staff changes that I know are going to be good long term hopefully bring someone in that's young that I can hand the keys off to. And this is the timing that he felt was, was perfect. So from that respect, I think that this has been in the works now for a few years. How do you think this changes Oklahoma this upcoming season? Well, I, I mean, it's, it's not a positive, right? I, I mean, just straightforward. You want the guy that has won 10 big 12 titles and, and has won 60 matchups against the top 25 team and, and has that pedigree and, and is one of, you know, five national championship winning head coaches actively, now only four. You wanted that guy leading the program. Having said that, the infrastructure is there to do whatever they were going to do with Stoops, they can likely do without him. And that, I think, Doug, was a main reason why he thought the timing is perfect right now for me to step away because this team, this program, I don't know if I'm affecting the wins and losses column like I was in the first two or three or four years. And to that extent, it's perfect timing. And so on the field this year, I don't know if it's going to affect them all that, all that much. He's got a great staff. They've got a really good roster, very good roster, and they're going to be in line to compete for a Big 12 championship. And if you do that, you're in line for a playoff berth. That's all you can ask if you're a Sooner fan. Joel Klatt, college football lead analyst for Fox Sports, joining us here. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You and I love the Big 12, played in the league. Obviously, your alma mater is broken off now in the Pac-12. And it's taken kind of a public perception beating over the past couple years. And uh, maybe uh, none so much more so than in the last NFL draft where – uh, really a terrible year in the NFL draft for, for the Big 12, kind of proving part of the narrative correct in terms of the overall level of talent in the league. Now you got Baylor. It's going through that mess, and uh, they're trying to rework themselves. Tom Herman comes in to Texas. He'd been there before. He'd accomplished great things at Houston. But I don't know what you thought, what you think about how, what does this do to the league, really? Like, look, I mean, I don't know your perception. Mine has always been in college sports. When Texas and Oklahoma are good, the Big 12 gets their rightful respect. When one of them are not, it 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 doesn't. It's the same in almost any league. In the SEC, when Alabama's good uh, and Florida's good, the league gets its proper respect. In the Pac-12, it's when USC is good. Um, and maybe I, I guess you put Stanford as probably the second biggest. You know, when you have Ohio State and Michigan, what do you think this does to the Big 12 in its immediate perception and in the landscape of college football? Well, I don't, I, I don't think that you could be any more accurate, first and foremost. Just take, for instance, when, the, when Michigan State was winning the Big Ten and Wisconsin was winning the Big Ten and, and playing in the Rose Bowl and even winning those Rose Bowl games, what was the perception of the Big Ten? That it was down. When it's Stanford and, you know, because I, to be quite honest with you, I don't think Stanford has elevated itself to a USC. So when Stanford and, and Oregon are competing for the Pac-12 title, what's happening in the Pac-12? It's down. Yeah. When TCU and Oklahoma State and Baylor are contending for the Big 12 title, what's happening? The league is down. And so in, in a large respect, you're exactly right. 
I would even go a step further, however, and it's not just about the brands, but also the coach associated with those brands, right? Because in, in college athletics, whether it's basketball, your sport, or football, my sport, we associate power with head coaches, yep. and rightly so. They're the ones that run leagues. Look at Bill Self in the Big 12, right? I mean, look at what Nick Saban has done in the SEC and what Urban Meyer is doing. And Jim, I mean, these guys run leagues when they're in those positions. So right now what you have is two first-year coaches at their respective place, one a first-year head coach, period, the other a first-time major conference Power Five Conference head coach and Tom Herman and Lincoln Riley leading the two prestigious brands in the Big 12. I can just tell you this right now. It is a precarious time for the league. All right. I don't buy into doomsday things or those types of narratives. And, and I understand that, that things in college athletics tend to be cyclical. However, the next three or four years are vital for the long-term health of the Big 12 Conference as Leagues start to readjust to the modern day, you know, I would call it monetization of what's going on. While they're monetizing themselves very well, you have to be a player on the big stage. And the only player on the big stage has been Bob Stoops for the Big 12. What other coach has gone up there and gone toe-to-toe with the likes of the Ohio States and the, and the Alabamas? And, and it's been Oklahoma since Mac Brown left. Oklahoma has carried the torch for the conference. We've had one-offs of some success with Baylor and TCU and Oklahoma State, but Bob Stoops is the only one that you could say, I put him on that stage and he can go beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Someone's going to have to step up. I hate that term, but someone's going to have to go up there and actually compete on the largest stage as a head coach and win very soon for the long-term viability of that conference. I think that they're in a, in a really bad spot right I now. I could not possibly agree with you more. Like I've, I've told people that all the time, like, Hey, you know, and even, and even for Oklahoma, like, Hey, like you want respect, you know, what you should do is you should win these games. Uh, that, that's that usually, you know, when they play Ohio state in the road, you want to change the narrative about the big 12, you beat o- Ohio state on the road, win your bowl games against, against the sec and the big 10. Clat can't wait to hear you on the call of uh, some upcoming Big 12 and Big 10 games. In the meantime, enjoy uh, your offseason. We'll talk to you soon, all right? I appreciate it, bud. Have a good one. All right, that's Joel Klatt, Fox Sports lead college football analyst. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 